Jose. So we started a topic in January called Raising Your Hand. Mr. Eli. New attitude, okay? I'm glad. I'm glad you remembered, bro. Noah, did you know what it was? Oh, man, why don't you raise your hand, bro? I'm just kidding, bro. New attitude. Here's the thing. Everybody here has attitude, okay? Everybody does. You can't sit in this room and say, I don't have no attitude. We all do, okay? Whether it's positive, bad, negative, um, whatever it is, okay? Every single person here has an attitude. Here's the reason why. By definition, an attitude is this. It is a feeling, it is an inward feeling that you express with your actions, okay? So if you have a positive attitude, your actions are positive, right? If you have a negative attitude, your actions are negative, okay? That's, that's what it is. It's an inward feeling expressed by an outward action. Now, here's the thing. Your attitude determines your actions. That's what we've been saying this whole time. All right. Every week we've been repeating that your attitude will determine your actions. OK, all of you know, this is true. OK, if you've ever gotten in trouble at home, which I know everybody here has, you've gotten in trouble. with My mom, dad, and you've had a bad attitude. It determines your actions, right? You were you just did something like, oh, my God, what did I do? Right? Like It was like, I can't believe I just said that. I can't believe I just did that. Right. Because your attitude determines your actions. Now, with that being said, if our attitude determines our actions, then our attitude is a very big deal. We've been saying this all month. It is a huge deal. OK. Winston Churchill said this. He said, attitude is a little thing that makes a big difference. Attitude is a little thing. That makes a big difference. If you play sports, you know this is true. Okay? Teams that have horrible attitudes, they're, they're, they're the worst teams to be on. Teams with good attitudes, they're the best teams to be on, right? So listen, attitude is a little thing that makes a big difference. Now listen, if our attitude is a difference maker, which it is, I want you to understand your attitude is a difference maker then what attitude should we as Christians have? We've been talking about this every week. Now, Philippians chapter 2, verse 5, this has been our, our verse we've been pulling from. It says, it says, you must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. You must have the same attitude Christ Jesus had. Listen, teenagers, I want you to understand something. The Bible is very clear. As Christians, we must have the same attitude that Jesus had. He was selfless. He was loving. He was giving. He was there for people. I mean, his attitude, he was, it was expressed in his actions. Okay? That's, and if you read Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, you will see it through the, what we call the Gospels. Okay? You must have the same attitude Christ Jesus had. Now, with that being said, what we talked about on Tuesday that we'll recap today, this morning really quickly is this. With that being said, what is your attitude towards authority? What is your attitude towards authority? For example, you know, police officers, that's an authoritative figure in our world today. Uh, teacher, that's an authority figure in your world today. Uh, coaches are authority figures in your life. Pastors are authority figures in your life. Old, you best believe mom and dad are definitely authority figures in your life, okay? What is your attitude towards authority? What's your attitude towards your principal, your counselor, even the one that you don't like? 
What's your attitude towards them? Because remember, we're supposed to have the exact same attitude Christ Jesus had. And if you read in the Bible, Jesus always honored authority. He always honored authority. Even though he was God in human flesh, Jesus always honored people in authority. He honored his mom and dad. He honored the authority where in every city he was in, he had honor. And here's the thing. Do you respect and honor those in authority in your life? It's a serious question. Do you respect and do you honor the authority in your life? Or, let's be honest, do you, are you someone who has authority issues? You have issues with authority, right? Uh, and what I mean by that is, do you have difficulty listening and obeying people who have authority over you? Is it hard for that? Is it hard for you to do that? Is it hard? Do you have authority issues? Like if a teacher's talking, is it hard for you to honestly just listen and, and obey what it is? Like, for example, I'm, I'm not picking on you, Eli, but if, if you're in class one day and you're, you and a buddy are sitting next to each other and y'all are talking while she's up there speaking and she says, Mr. Eli, I need you to calm down, please. Do you have authority issues? Like, I'm not going to listen to her. I don't, you ain't my mom. You ain't my dad. That's, that's the wrong attitude to have. We're supposed to have the same attitude Christ Jesus had. And the Bible is very clear. We need to honor all authority in our lives. All of it. Okay? All of it. This is, guys, this is something I'm very, very serious about. Okay? It's like, I'm so serious. Here's the reason why. What concerns me is my generation and your generation, we have problems with honoring authority. You see it all over the place. You see it in your school. People talk back to teachers, principals. You see uh, kids uh, talking back to moms and dads and, and, and truant, truant officers and all that kind of. You'll see it all over the place. Even in my generation, it's like that. We have issues with honoring the authority. And here's the reason why it's so important, teenagers, for all of us, especially you, to honor authority. Here's the reason why. The Bible's very clear in Romans chapter 13, verses 1 through 5. Romans chapter 13, verses 1 through 5. I left my big Bible at home, and I got this little bitty one right here. <laughs> so this is what the Bible says. It says, everyone must submit to governing authorities. That's what the Bible says. Everyone. Okay? Everybody. Okay? For all authority comes from who? What does it say? All authority comes from who? God. Say it with me. All authority comes from who? God. So guess what? The authority figures in your life came from who? God. They came from God. The Bible says all authority comes from God, and those in positions of authority have been placed there by who? God. Whether you like them or not, whether you agree with them or not, guess what? They're there. Now, here's why it's important for us to honor the authority. Okay, verse two says this. So anyone who rebels against authority is rebelling against what God has instituted and they will be punished. I want to read that again. Anyone who rebels against authority is rebelling against what God has instituted or what God has put in place and they will be punished. You all know this is true. Okay. You, you, may not, you may not realize this, but every time you've 
give an attitude to mom and dad, a teacher, and you got punished for it? Hello. God told you it was going to happen, right? If you break the law and you don't honor the authority, there's punishment, okay? It's the bottom line, all right? Ultimately this, when you rebel against authority, when you choose not to honor and respect authority in your life, you're not only rebelling against them. Listen to me, young people. You're rebelling against God himself. That's serious. That's, that's serious. This is why it's important for you to honor the authority in your life, guys. I don't want you rebelling against God. And I know deep down you don't either. And I'm willing to bet before this morning or Tuesday, you had never even thought of it that way. And, and guess what? Now you know. So guess what? Every time you have the opportunity to rebel or not honor the authority, remember, you're not just rebelling against them. You're rebelling against God also. Why? Because God, because all authority comes from who? And who puts everyone in authority? We learn that in the Bible. This is God's word, right? We're Christians. This is, you read it right there. I read it from the Bible myself. Okay? Now, for, for authorities do not strike fear in people who are doing right, but in those who are doing wrong. Would you like to live without fear of the authorities? Do what is right, and they will honor you. The authorities are God's servants sent for your good. But if you are doing wrong, of course you should be afraid, for they have the power to punish you. Okay? Here's the thing, guys. What is your attitude towards authority? Your attitude towards authority is, is a choice, bottom line. You have the choice every day to honor or not honor authority, okay? Just like now, you have the choice, okay, to honor the authority or not, okay? When you go out to the sanctuary, you have the choice to honor that authority or not, okay? Uh, when you go to school and your teacher is talking, teaching you, okay, you have the choice to honor or not, okay? What is your attitude? Because it is a choice. Your attitude is a choice. You can either choose to honor authority or you can choose to rebel against authority. Now, I think it's important for us to learn just three quick things, okay, that can help us honor authority. Because you think, I know you heard me say it's important for us to honor authority, but how can I honor authority, Carrie? Because, you know, other than saying yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yes, sir, no, sir, that kind of thing, what are some other things that we can do to honor authority in our life, okay? Or maybe you're here today and you say you have authority issues and you don't want that no more. What is something you can do that will help you honor the authority in your life, okay? And the first one is this. Pray for those in authority over you. Pray for those in authority over you. Remember, prayer is a privilege. We talked about that last month. Pray for those in authority over you, even the ones you don't like. <laughs> even the ones you don't like, okay? Even the ones you don't agree with. It's important for us to pray for those in authority over us. The Bible says this in uh, 1 Timothy. 1 Timothy uh, chapter 2, verses 1 through 4. 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 1 through 4. It says this. It says, I urge you, first of all, to pray for all people. We should always be praying for people, period, right? It says, ask God to help them intercede on their behalf and give thanks for them. Check this out. Verse 2 says, 
Pray this way for kings. Kings back then were authority. Okay? Pray for kings and all who are in what? What does it say? You, you, went, you went too far. Go back to verse 2, Mrs. Teresa. 1 Timothy 2, verse 2. Well, she pulls it up. I'll, I'll continue real quick. Okay. It says, pray this way uh, for the kings and all who are in authority so that we can live peaceful and quiet lives marked by godliness and dignity. Okay. The Bible's very clear. We should always be praying for those in authority. And here's the reason why, guys. Here's the reason why. When we ask God and we pray for them, here's, here's some things you can pray. You can pray, God, guide them as they do their jobs. Seriously. God, let me tell you something. I'm praying now more than ever, not just for the president we have now, but what's to come in the next few days, Okay. If with the new administration, what I'm praying for the future president of America, whether I agree with him or not, okay, whether I support him or not, whether I voted for him or not, the Bible's very clear. Pray for all those in authority. That's what we have to do. Whenever we were in lockdown, every Sunday night we would have prayer. And I know Amherst was there all the time, her and Karis. One of the things we would pray for every Sunday was for our president for our city mayors and our state governors, that God would give them wisdom to do the job that they were, that, that was on their plate. That's one way you can pray for them. Listen, your teachers, <laughs> they have a huge responsibility, okay? You have no idea the responsibility that they have. So it's important for you to pray for them and say, God, help them, give them strength, give them wisdom on how they're supposed to do their job. Your coaches have a huge, let me tell you something. You may not realize this, but your coaches have such a responsibility that if they don't do a good job, you know what happens? They get fired. Okay? So they live with that every single day. Okay? On top of that, they have to deal with your attitude. <laughs> okay? Think about it like that. All right? So listen. Pray for those in authority over you. Okay? Pray for them. God, give them wisdom. God, give them strength. Okay? You can pray that their hearts would seek God as they make decisions. I am praying for that like crazy for the authority in my life. Okay? Pray that they would seek God. Okay? Ask, and here, here's, here's, a, here's a big one. Okay? Ask God to show you how you can be a blessing to those in authority over you. Think about that. When was the last time someone in authority over you you saw a way to be a blessing to them. Whether it was your teacher, coach, principal, a pastor. This past December, we had the opportunity to honor our senior pastor, right? Police, what was, what, what was the last time you were a blessing to those in authority? Okay, that is a huge way on how we can honor the authority in, my, in our lives. And if you don't know how, just pray, God, I want to be a blessing, you know, uh, to, to Pastor Jesse. How can I do that? How can I be a blessing to him? How can I be a blessing to, to Pastor Chris? How can I be a blessing to those in authority over me? How can I be a blessing? Okay. And God will show you how you can be a blessing. Okay. And how you can honor the authority in your life. Okay. And when you do that, the next thing you can do is this, is this, excuse me. You can be the example of how to honor and respect authority in your life. Be 
the example. Okay? Listen, when all your friends at school and you have maybe whoever who think it's okay to disrespect teachers, principals, coaches, all that kind of stuff, maybe a boss at your job, all of them think it's okay to talk back, be disrespectful. That does not mean you should be going along with that. You should set the example, even if you're the only one. So if all, of your, if all the people on your team are talking back to your coach, that does not mean you should be involved in it. You should set the example onto how to honor your coach. If all the kids in your class are talking and acting a fool during class to your teacher, that does not mean you should be going along. You should be the example of how to honor the authority. Okay. If, if you're in youth and, and everyone's you're goofing around, everyone's goofing around, not paying attention, you should be the example for authority in the main sanctuary. Whatever it is, you should be the example of honoring authority. OK, David in first Samuel, chapter 24, verses one through seven, he had the opportunity to kill his king, Saul. OK. Now, we're talking about David, the guy who killed Goliath, all right? David um, was rising in influence. He became pretty famous pretty quickly. God had given him a lot of favor. And Saul saw this. His king saw this. Saul got very jealous of David in the process. It got so bad that his jealousy turned to hatred, and his hatred turned to a murderous rage to where he wanted to capture David and kill him, Okay? So what happened? David went on the run. and He began to run from Saul. And in the process of running from Saul, he was at his cave in his hideout one day, and Saul came across the scene. And this story is found in 1 Samuel 24, 1 through 7, if you want to go read it yourselves, okay? But Saul basically, he's taking a restroom break, the Bible says, okay? And in the process, David and his most trusted, fearless men noticed Saul. And they said, this is the opportunity. Go kill him. And so David walks up, creeps up behind Saul, and he cuts a piece of cloth from Saul's robe. And he comes away. And he shows Saul. He, he calls out to Saul and says, Saul, I had the opportunity to take your life, but I didn't. But here's the thing. As soon as he was done, the Bible says that, da that David felt bad and he felt convicted at what he did. Want to know Why? Because Saul was still the authority in his life. Saul was still king. And who puts all people in authority? God. Well, this is why I say, whether you agree with them or not, we still must honor the authority in our lives. David set the example for all of us. All of us. And he didn't kill David. And he didn't kill Saul, I'm sorry. Even though he could have, because Saul was trying to kill him. But he didn't do it. Why? Because David understood the importance of honoring authority. Okay? Now, here's the thing. I saved this for the end, but I'm, I feel like God leading me to say it right now. Here's the thing. If David had killed Saul, God never would have put him in a position of authority. Check this out. I was going to say this at the end, but I'll say it now. Don't expect God to put you in a position of authority when you can't respect and honor the authority in your life. Think about that. How can you expect God to put you in a position of influence and authority when you yourself can't honor and respect authority in your life? It doesn't work that way. 
doesn't work that way. If David does that, God doesn't take him there. Why? Because David doesn't honor authority. Okay? So important, guys, for you to be the example everywhere you are, whether you're at your job, you're playing sports, you're in school, at home, maybe your brothers and sisters love to talk back to mom and dad and they don't like to listen, that does not mean you have to. You be the example. You be the example, all right? You be the example, okay? And lastly, this is one thing that, that I've learned over the last several years that God has shown me. And I, want, and I hope it helps all of you. Understand and know ahead of time, guys, that you're not always going to like or agree with every decision that those in authority make in your life. This is true. That's just the harsh reality of it, okay? It's a harsh, let's be honest. You know, maybe this has happened with your mom and dad. You wanted to do this, but your parents are like, no, we're going to do this. Oh, I hate, you know, hate the decision you made. Or your coach was like, hey, we're going to run this play, but you're like, oh, this play would work so much better, right? Or maybe you're in school and your teacher was saying something and you're like, oh, you don't like this, this, this choice or this decision. I think one thing that will, I truly believe one thing that will help is that you understand that, hey, just because you don't agree with it doesn't mean you shouldn't honor them. Last year, this was put to the test for me, if I can be honest, open, and transparent. My attitude was put to the te test on this specific thing. As you know, last year, before COVID hit, we had so many plans with the youth ministry. We just started doing pickups again right before spring break, and things were thriving and starting to move. And we had the spring retreat coming up, and then we had... Uh, we were planning to do like a trip to like Dallas in the summer. Like we had so many things planned for, the, for 2020. COVID hit and it changed our world completely, right? <laughs> Everyone was put inside, forced to stay at home and we had to cancel a retreat. Understandably, the first time I get it, we're put into lockdown, I get it. But then we're like, hey, we'll just do the retreat in the summer. So we had everything mapped out. We met and we were all ready to roll and they say, you know, I get the notifications like, hey, look, we're, we're not going to be able to have the retreat anymore. We're, you know, we're not going to be able to do it. And I'm not going to lie. My attitude was put to the test right then and there. And here's the thing. Attitude is a choice, teenagers. What my attitude was in that moment was a huge deal because if I would have had a bad attitude towards those in authority in my life, it would have been a reflection to all of you. And you in, the, in, the, in return, would have had the same attitude towards those in authority over all of us. And that's not right. That's not right. Whether I wanted to have the retreat or not, <laughs> I had to honor those in authority in my life. And you know what? I'm glad I did. Because you know what? That same authority gave us permission to have our retreat this spring break at a camp. Imagine, going back, if I would have gave attitude, if I would have had a bad attitude, if I would have just been like, ugh, would have never had the opportunity to probably go this spring break, okay? As a matter of why, why would our senior pastor trust me to take a group of teenagers to a camp if I have a bad attitude? I wouldn't trust my kids with somebody who has a bad attitude, right? You may not always agree, but it's still important for us to honor the authority in our lives, Okay? Now, I will say this, the only time you should never honor authority 
is when they ask you to do something illegal or immoral. So if you have a coach who's trying to get you to cheat, I understand if you don't want to honor that. If you have a teacher who's trying to get you to cheat, I understand. If you have a youth pastor saying, hey, go steal some Butterfingers or go steal some money from your parents' wallet and bring it to church and give it to the youth ministry, that's wrong. You should, you should not listen if I tell you to do that. That is not honoring. You should definitely not honor that authority. That's wrong. Okay? And here's the thing. People who do that, they're, they're what we like to say. They're people who abuse the power and the authority they've been given. And they won't last long, trust me. God always has a way of coming in and dealing with those people. Believe me. All right? Why? Because he puts people in authority. Okay? So Listen. What's your attitude towards authority? I am very serious about this. You know, for me, I call all our pastors pastor because I want to honor them. I call, you know, if I talk to your parents, I, I do my best to say Mr. Mrs. because I want to honor them. You know, because I want them to see that if I honor them, they know I'm honoring y'all as well. And they can trust me to lead y'all. Okay. Honor the authority in your life, guys. This is something, because so, when you don't understand, you're not just rebelling against people, you're rebelling against God. Because God has put all authority and position in our lives. So you need to honor your teachers, your coaches, those, you know, those in authority like police officers, your pastors, things like that, okay? Honor those. And the best way to do that is by praying for them and asking God to give them wisdom, guidance, and showing you how you can be a blessing to them. Be the example also, okay? The Bible says this in Philippians 2.5. You must have the same attitude Christ Jesus had. Jesus honored the authority in his life, and we all should as well, okay? So tomorrow, you know what? Today, when you leave here, you're going to have the opportunity to honor mom and dad. It's a choice you're going to have to make. Remember, when you choose not to honor, you're rebelling against God, okay? Tomorrow, you're going to have an opportunity to honor your teachers and coaches and principals. Make the right choice. Be the example. Even if people make fun of you for it, who cares? Right? Who cares? Be the example. All right? Let's pray.